It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson. Uh, if you missed earlier in the day, yeah, we, we've gotten a double dose this week of uh, the movie show with Doug Wright. And uh, he actually had me come on. They were talking about uh, patriotic movies and uh, which uh, movies actually qualify as being a great patriotic movie. And, of course, so one that we have always watched at our house uh, every 4th of July, uh, we actually watched the production of A More Perfect Union, which goes through the unfolding and uh, the writing of the Constitution and uh, many of the things that took place in Philadelphia in that very hot summer uh, where the Grand Compromise was made and where inspired words were written and a framework for a constitutional republic was put into place that uh, we still benefit from and prosper by today. So as we were going uh, through that, and again, we watch that every single 4th of July. It is on uh, our (laughs) programming watch list for the day. And uh, so I had to think of uh, some other movies that might qualify. And one of the movies that I shared with Doug, I think it surprised even Doug a little bit. Uh, I actually showed Miracle on Ice. Uh, about the 1980 United States men's hockey team. And that may not sound like a patriotic film, uh, but it is in so many ways. Of course, one of the big battles was this group of young, scrappy, and hungry collegiate hockey players for the United States, how they had to set aside their own agendas, their own egos, and their own desires uh, to come together to become a team, uh, a team that ultimately defeated uh, the the big Soviet professionals uh, who were, many of them were so much older, decade older, uh, all the international experience and uh, were regularly the, the number one hockey team in the world. And for the United States men's hockey team to, to come together to make that happen, uh, they did have to do all things American. It was about one team. Just as President Biden just said, this is a, a one-nation moment as we look at the tragedy in Florida uh, with the collapse of that condominium. Uh, that's what the uh, hockey team had to do in 1980. And, of course, they defeated the Soviets and then went on uh, to claim uh, the gold medal after that. And I just think there's there's so many great lessons there. But one of the lessons that I think was uh, dominant on that hockey team that makes that, to me, a patriotic and inspiring movie was this idea that if you have to declare it, you're not it. So on the 4th of July, as we get ready to roll into the 4th of July weekend, uh, what is it that we need to declare? Of course, we celebrate the Declaration of Independence, and there's going to be a lot of speeches over the next several days, uh, delivered a lot of references to that Declaration of Independence, and, and rightly so. It is uh, the 4th of July after all. And this declarative document that is the Declaration of Independence. It, it galvanized people. It fueled a historic movement toward liberty and freedom. Uh, I always marvel that the document, the Declaration of Independence, for the most part, is a list of grievances against the crown. 
uh, grievances against uh, a very distant government in Great Britain that overtaxed, overregulated, and was way too intrusive in the lives of those early colonists. But yet, even within that was that ultimate declaration that all men are created equal. And, of course, we have been trying to bring our behavior into alignment with that declared principle uh, for a couple hundred years now. And that is the challenge. Uh, And such a declaration, uh, God-given rather than government-granted rights, uh, was powerful, was important. Uh, Over time, I think it's actually what doesn't have to be declared that makes America a beacon of hope and a true leader among freedom-loving and freedom-seeking people around the world. Uh, Some of you have heard me before say that at our house, uh, we do have a little mantra, if you have to declare it, you are not it. Uh, Very true for individual leaders as well as uh, citizens and nations. Uh, If a person has to declare that they are the leader, there's a good chance they're not. I always say when my children would make the declaration, I'm an adult, it was usually because they were about to do something very childish. Uh, Leaders who declare by their actions who they are and what they believe are are much more to believe be believed than those who try to do it by declaring it. So it, it's your actions that actually matter in the end. And any attempt by people to just declare that they're in charge, that you should listen to them or follow them, uh, just doesn't cut it in my book. Quiet confidence, to me, is the ultimate sign of wisdom and of strength. Uh, love the legendary uh, college football coach Lou Holtz. Uh, he was always famous for emphasizing this kind of quiet non-declarative leadership to his players. Uh, When his players got to the end zone and scored a touchdown, he told them to act like they'd been there before. (laughs) They didn't need to do some big happy dance or pound their chest. Uh, When the players made a great catch or a tackle, he told them to, to not draw attention to themselves, but to act like they expected that result because that's what they do. Now, what does that have to do with the 4th of July and celebrating the Declaration of Independence? I I think it has everything to do with it. Uh, America and Americans, each of us as citizens, we don't need to declare greatness to the world. We just need to live by the principles of liberty and freedom. We don't need to declare our might or strength by parading tanks or brandishing military hardware like uh, many nations do. America's strength's never been found in the fact that the nation has developed weapons or it's exor- it's been really found in the exercise of the restraint of when those are actually deployed. And so that's, to me, the important thing is that, you know, the hope, hope for our country really doesn't have to do with those who declare themselves to be the leader, whether that's politically, whether that's community, whether that's in business, because in my view, it really doesn't matter which political party controls the Congress or who's sitting on the Supreme Court or who's occupying the Oval Office. It has everything to do with who's sitting in our living rooms, our classrooms, our waiting rooms, our community meeting rooms all around the country. And we have to remember that something I've said before, that the magic of America is not housed in the halls of Congress. Uh, it's not just memorialized in those great monuments on the National Mall. It's not in the, the military might. It's not sec- stored in some kind of secure vault somewhere at Fort Knox. The magic of America has always been found in its people. People who, not by declaration, but by action, make a difference every day. 
the neighbor helping a neighbor in need, the teacher that stays late to help a struggling student, the friend who intently listens to a tale of heartbreak, the professional providing free service to solve a problem, uh, the child standing up to a bully for a classmate. Uh, Nobody has to declare these things. These are just heroic citizens. They're the thread that binds strong neighborhoods and vibrant communities together. And that's what we've got to get to in this country. It's not about beating our chest on the 4th of July. It's about doing something better. So as we get ready to roll into the 4th of July weekend, it is important for all of us to remember that America is great not by what we declare, but by what each of us choose to do. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources today on KSL News Radio. And as always, especially this 4th of July weekend, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.